I find it tricky when people say to me, I really want a dog, because part of me goes, yes, do it. And then part of me thinks, look at me, I'm like Jacob Marley. (laughs) I'm here to tell you, it's not that easy. Hello, I'm Dave. I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together. I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better. Better. Better acquainted with you. Today, we're getting better acquainted with Juliet and, and with Homer, although Homer seems to be... <laughs> seems to, seems to, you, you're falling asleep over He does there. that. He's very sort of... He goes into standby mode quicker than computers most of the time. <laughs> he just kind of goes, she's going to talk. Well, it's, it's a good skill for him to, mm. to have, uh, particularly because of his, his context. But I guess mm. we should say he, uh, Homer is a dog, listeners. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. We, we could have been talking about any anyone, anything then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My life companion who just goes, she's going to talk, I'll go into a coma. There's been a couple of dogs who've probably made appearances on the show over the mm. years. In that, I think I've recorded in parks, so sometimes oh, okay. dogs have come over mm. and got very mm. interested yeah, yeah. in the microphone Aww. or whatever. Mm. And mm. I love those moments, mm. but I've not actually had any uh, canine guests actually on like as a as a co-guest I guess um so this is really exciting Mm. and uh you've come to my house which is well my flat I should say I'm gonna say say house uh, which is great um and yeah this is a, a flat where we've 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 wanted a dog for a long time, really. Um, and we've nearly got dogs. And I'll probably get into that. We'll probably swap our dog oh, yeah. stories. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we, a dog, dogs are always welcome in our house, particularly ones so well-behaved. I mean, mm. I know that Homer's a, a rescue dog. Yeah. Um, and so I was expecting him to be a little bit less well-behaved, I think, than when he, when he arrived. Yeah, today. but this is the thing. I think they've all got different problems. And, and amazingly, Homer is supremely calm right. in, in, in so many situations, apart from the one thing, which is his separation anxiety, which has ruined my life. Right, 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 right. But I mean, he's... I'm often amazed that, you know, if police cars zoom by or fireworks, he couldn't care less. Yeah, he's really chill. Mm. He's really chill. Mm. And we tried to get a rescue dog, I think... Well, it would have been a year and a bit ago because it was our anniversary, which is Valentine's Day. So it was mm. a terrible oh, yeah. decision to decide <laughs> to get a dog because yeah. we got the dog from a rescue centre, uh, had it for uh, a weekend on um, like fostering. Wow. And at the end of the weekend, realised we couldn't take the dog, even though we'd fallen in love with the dog. Yes. Right? Oh, so it was a re- like so we basically decided on our anniversary to like stab ourselves in the heart <laughs> repeatedly. Oh. Um, so but since then, we've not had a dog in that. So that's uh, oh. that's it's great to see Homer, and we're, we're still very much thinking about getting a dog. But mm. life is really complicated in terms of when is the right time to get a dog. Oh. Oh. You know, absolutely. But this is the thing because for years I'd wanted a dog, like years. I mean, God, probably twenty years ago there was an underpass that I used to walk underneath that was dangerous, and so I used to pretend in case anyone was going to mug me. <laughs> that had a dog and I'd right. be like super fang you know <laughs> like catch up but quietly it was also that I was thinking oh god I'd love to have a dog and I go for walks a lot but it took me so long because I didn't have the right circumstances right 
and like we've been thinking like this so there's two of us and I'm freelance so I'm at home mm. so in theory mm. that was like it oh it's the perfect situation mm. but I'm not um, exactly at home often I'm called out to do lots of different things and actually when we just got the dog I had to go I was always going to the Midlands all the time so I was oh, right. out for long days and what we realised is you can't get quite a young rescue dog and not have a hundred percent focus on the dog for the first few months, yes. right? Yeah. So we realised like we loved the dog. It was too big for the house. It was the wrong dog. Like oh. we just we went to the we went to the rescue centre, fell in love with the dog there, and all of the scents went out of our heads really. And that's then, what happens. Yeah, mm. that is what mm. happens. Mm. And most people I know who it's happened to, they've fallen in love with their dog and they've kept them. But we we it was one of those things where it's like if we love this dog, we have to make sure it's having the life we it's wanted to have. So you're and, good. You're good you know, because people do do that. I know. And you think, it's amazing having, because Homer, I have this slightly dysfunctional life because I can't leave the flat now without someone there or me taking him somewhere, which is mad. Right. But I'm hoping to overcome it. But it's amazing the amount of people who've then told me stories of their brothers or uncles or whatever who have crazy dysfunctional relationships as well. Right. And I think it's, it's... it's tricky for the dog. You've got to... Yeah. I salute you giving the dog back, even uh, though that's so I'm, tragic. I mean, what we learn is we do definitely want a yeah. big dog, oh. but now's not the time yes. to get one. Yeah, yeah. And we also learned that we definitely want to get a rescue dog, but mm. there's more work involved in that, so we have to there be is. a lot more canny than mm. we were th- in terms of thinking about... Uh, how to do that we saw a lot of dogs actually at the time um, but none of them we fell in love with apart from uh, Nugget I've got uh, we, we got pictures of him from the oh, day he was here and as you can see he was Nugget he, is he was advertised as um, a terrier cross but he's clearly a Rottweiler yes <laughs> So we were like in, we like in denial for a few days. We were like yes. like sticking to the that's what it said, and so that's what we're going to keep believing. And then over, over time, we were like, okay, he's young, so he's going to get much bigger. Like he was already too big, and like wow. he was oh. going to get much bigger. He is good. He is clearly a rock yeah. I love that. I do think there's a slight element that the rescue charities are wonderful. Yeah, they are. But wonderful, there but... is a slight estate agent speak right. that goes with it. That. I mean, actually, to be fair to Homer, he wasn't badly described, but some of them, there's a certain sort of, you know, well, my growing edge is that I don't bite people. Right. You know, I'm, I'm learning to be less scared and not lash out. Right. And, well, that's think, what, well, well, we realised as well that, like, understandably, the values and the attitude mm. of the dog charities are not... They don't care no. if you're happy. They mm. care if the dog's happy. And so they, what mm. they want to know is, are you going to be responsible with the dog? Yes. But they don't want to think, like, well, is that dog going to destroy your life? Yeah, yeah, They don't yeah. care as long as you're not going to mistreat the dog. Absolutely. Like, so that was an interesting yeah, yeah, thing. Like, yeah. So we realised, hang on... Mm. They can, pl- like, not play on it. I'm not saying they're doing it kind of mm. deliberately and manipulatively, but when they meet some people who love dogs, they know yeah. it's okay to give the dogs to those people, But they and they don't really care if it disrupts no, th- those no. people's lives. Oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's only... St- I hope it's true, it's apocryphal, but a friend of mine worked for one of the dog rescue charities and she just went round for lunch to this lady that runs the dog charity and um, the lady went... Surely you're going to take one or two dogs away with you. You, you know, almost yeah, like you'd absolutely. leave, like with with the kind of you know some roast potatoes right. that they couldn't. Eat. And right. it's just that thing of get them housed and know that they'll be fine. But you go, but it's got to work. Yeah, and having then, said yeah. that, I keep saying it's got to work. You know, I mean, I find it tricky when people say to me, "I really want a dog," because part of me goes, 
yes, do it. And then part of me thinks, look at me, I'm like the Jacob Marley <laughs> of like, I'm here to tell you, it's not that easy. Like, right. for God's sake. Right. So, I re- yeah, I mean, well, right. So, so I guess mm, I should ask, the, right. I should, yeah. I should ask the first couple of questions that I mm. always ask and then we can mm. get back to the dog properly. Sure. So the first question that I ask everybody is, how do you know me? We met uh, when I did a storytelling workshop in in a lovely place. I can't remember where yeah, it was. I think it was called the Proud Archivist That's at the right, time. Yes. I think it's changed its name yeah. since then. But it's on the it's it's near Bethnal Green and it's on the canal. So it's yes, a very beautiful place. That's right. And you uh, and Sajila came. Since Sajila Kershey, who's been on the show a while back, yes, um, came to that uh, workshop that I did. No, yeah. pretty much nobody else came to that workshop. So it was a really awkward right. situation of me. Like I didn't even have the person who I thought was going to be running the workshop. It was just oh, me on no. my and then I had to like um, do a workshop to two people who I already knew like you're yes. comedians and you've got skills worst. yes but, sort of, well, but you see for me the two standout things were, oh I was going to go back I mean, to the other standout yeah, but you should yeah, tell yeah. Yeah. well there was one thing that it just really made me laugh because again it's unfortunately leads back to, to the dog, dog yeah. <laughs> but not my dog right. but we were finding not guilty <laughs> I didn't have the dog then that we were walking along that canal bit to come and do the workshop, and Sajila trod in dog poo. That's right. And it just, it freaked her out. It did. And, um, and it just wouldn't, she couldn't, she was, she, everything, she tried everything to get rid of it, and right. she went into the bathroom. Um, but you walked by, and I'd never met you, but right. I guessed it might be you. Yeah. And we both laughed. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, I was, I was but still of Sajila, it was full on, like, I mean, it was properly, yeah, Huge. yeah, yeah, an unpleasant experience yes. for her. Like, it was very much one of those situations <laughs> of some people just don't like certain things. Yeah. Like, my friend can't stand touching balloons. Mm. And she was very mm. much, but she was very much in that kind of a yes. mindset of like, uh, it's not just that she'd trodden dog shit, which is unpleasant for anyone. Yes, but it's she was that it's freaked. like properly freaking yes. her out, yes. Yeah. And she was trying to also manage that being freaked out with the yes. social in- social situation of yes. coming to a workshop. Yes. So I and felt she very went and sorry for her. It. Yes. And uh, it was but also, just... it was a story. Like, it, it was yeah. starting the whole thing with a story like it was like you know there was a story on the way there um to this storytelling <laughs> workshop um and you know then it was kind of a, a, a it was yeah i mean hopefully i did a good good enough job you on did. that it was great. on that workshop but it was mm. very much like i was thrown in the deep end not expecting to be and also you know like i say two comedians who i already like sajila already did a storytelling oh, night by yeah. that point mm-hmm. like i knew that mm-hmm. she did immigrant mm-hmm. diaries or was doing mm-hmm. i think she was doing it or, or something at that point yeah. i knew that she was doing true storytelling mm-hmm. i didn't know you uh, at all yeah uh, and that was like my introduction to you was through yeah free dog shit through dog shit uh, that and we both stories. smiled yes, even though right. it was awful but it somehow just seemed it was that it was sort of i mean it would have been bad funny. for anyone but it was funny because <laughs> she was just like who does this right right you right. know and it's like well it is bad but she was like dogs are because actually that's the thing that the minute I said I'm getting a dog she was like well I hope you make it toilet responsibly right and everything because you've been I hope hope you've taken that lesson he does he does he's he's pretty good he has pooed (laughs) in the house once well, that's um, good. I mean, but that's yeah. I mean, just in that weekend that we that we had uh, really? nugget, like Ooh. yeah, he made a mess of the, the this room a number of times. So really? yeah, so that's it. It is a lottery. You just don't know what no. you're going to get um, when you get a rescue dog. Mm. I mean, mm. you could fall in love with the dog, yeah, uh, and then you know what you love. 
but you don't know what mm. the practical. It's like having a kid, isn't it? It is like I mean, having not, a kid. You know, as you know, yeah, not exactly the is, same, but, but it's similar it's stuff that's gone on that you have to try and work out what what's happened here. You know, sometimes right. I hear people say, "Oh, he's fine until he sees a man in in a blue t-shirt yes, or we a had man that. with a beard or something." We had that with my dog growing up. Mm. You know, my dad very much thought, you know, it was a ma- an alcoholic man with a stick because he was yes. afraid of whiskey and he was a- and he didn't like raised sticks. Mm. I mean, I always thought, you know, it's quite reasonable to not like raised sticks. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying we were always raising sticks about yes. him, but you yeah, know, we yeah. found that out through whatever way. But, yes. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. I mean, to be fair, well, I suppose to be fair, it was obvious that actually the rescue centre that I got Homer from. The website there were a few dogs that i fell in love with that they did say as a first dog you can't have uh, and one of them was a a schnauzer bitch who'd been giving she was nine and i loved her and i just felt like she, she looked so sad and there was something about it was lovely and i love schnauzers and they said she's not toilet trained she's just lived in a barn and uh, she's been mistreated yeah. so you can't have her and i did Part of me, because I'd never had a dog, wanted to say, I'll be great, I'll be, you know, I'll be that kind of miracle for her. And then afterwards I thought, oh no. And they said that she would just be kind of Well, that's it, I guess. Getting a dog Mm. is maybe quite like having a child. Getting a Mm. rescue dog is like uh, adopting a child with a traumatic life background. It is Almost definitely they've had some Mm. form of traumatic life background. I think so. I think Um, so. I just think Whatever that that means. Absolutely. You know, the scenario (laughs) of, like, I mentioned, um, because I'm doing a show about dogs, but I mentioned that there was one black spaniel that had just come in, and all it said was, Teddy has had to leave the family home due to a dispute. And part of me did think, well, you know, I want to hear Teddy's side of the story. Right, what was that? But yeah, I exactly. did think maybe they were a family who'd loved the dog and then just had to give the dog away. Yeah, I but mean, it, I think that does happen. You get quite old ones yeah. who've been living with old people who've mm, died and then they right. have yeah. a few years left. and mm, they have, mm. and they're, but, the, but, you know, you don't want to get an old dog uh, because you no. want to have quite a long life with that I dog. I think so. I mean, again, <laughs> some people seem to want an old dog. I didn't, like, because Homer was, Homer was two, two and a half or something. Um, and a lot of people said, oh, you know, he's quite a big dog. He's quite <sighs> bouncy. But I was like, that's great. You know, I want, I want the bounce. Right. Um, and right. he's certainly, he's got that. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> he looks like he's just. No, but I believe it. I mean, you want to, like, well, I, that, that's kind well, of the kind of dog I, we want, really, is mm. a dog that we can go, you know, go walking with and, like, mm. you know, who's going to be, you know, got mental health issues. So, it's, it, it, you know, mm. everyone tells you, get a dog, get a dog. Oh, Although, when we got the dog for the weekend, I discovered that, yes, the dog will help me with my mental health, but the wrong dog will not. You know, Absolutely, like I was like completely yeah. like, ah, like I don't know what yes. to do. I'm trapped in this situation. And all of my kind of anxiety just went mm. massively I'm, through the roof. I'm not surprised because <laughs> they can. Be, well, I think that thing of looking after a dog can be quite overwhelming, right. especially if you right. want to do it well, because I can completely understand the mental health thing because yeah. they're so good company and they're unconditional love. And I mean, actually, yeah. you know, I... Someone who doesn't judge you. Yes. Like oh, someone who cares for you absolutely. regardless of what you think about yourself. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you know unconditional positive regards yeah. and all of that. And he, I mean, Homer actually is, there was something a few months ago that I think I just felt ill and I felt just miserable. And I just sat there and suddenly started crying and he did sort of come up and just look as if to sort of go, what's this? Right. You know, and there was something lovely about that. And actually also even just, 
you know, I fall asleep sometimes on his sort of back legs bum area, <laughs> partly yeah, yeah, because yeah. he refuses to give up much of the sofa. <laughs> but, you know, they are wonderful. But yes, if oh, you're interested you're now. interested in that, you're like, I do not. I do not. <laughs> but yeah, the wrong, I think, especially at the beginning. Yeah. You know, because you've got so many expectations, I guess. And then if, yeah. if it's not quite right and that is yeah. so clearly right so I know funny. That like, is so... it's really typical of us as oh. people we we're, we're quite like it's what it's it, it's good in our relationship sometimes too but we definitely we can egg each other on we can both mm. get we're both writers right mm. we can oh, both brilliant. so we can both mm. tell ourselves a story like, yeah yeah and yeah. so we get so into the story you know that we've kind of locked ourselves into things that we kind of have to then get out of and it was oh. really hard giving him up after falling in love with him. It was even mm. weirder as well because we did the whole social media thing of like, here's our lo- lovely dog, you know, and oh. everyone was like, yeah. And then it was like a couple of days later, it was like, okay, we're going to have to tell everybody on social media why we're giving oh. up the dog. And But again, I actually thought that was a good thing in, in the long term mm. because like you say, people need to be warned about they what do, it's like. really. And I felt like we'd mm. really given, even though it was bad yeah. for us to have to learn those lessons, it was quite good to have shared them with other people so, I they, think so. they might not make the I same mistake. I think mistake. so, because, you know, it is all of that sort of a dog isn't just for Christmas thing, right. but it's... It's hard. I mean, that's not to say there won't be a million other dogs that will suit you. Exactly. But well, it's, it at, at this moment, tricky. it's just size of yeah. dog. Like, it's just yeah. if we need to get a smaller dog than we got, and then we mm. can, pr- and, and and maybe mm. a little bit older, and like you know. Mm. But apart from that, I think we are in a good setup. I mean, our, yeah. our only problem is we don't know how long we're in London for and things like that. But then you yeah. can, you know, a little bit like having children. This is mm. what everyone says about dogs: is like yeah. you, there's never a perfect time in your life. There isn't. But this is the thing. I mean, actually, <laughs> what finally prompted me was it just got to the stage of people saying because for years I even had friends who they didn't really like dogs and then I used to look after my brother's schnauzer so much and they'd meet him and they'd be like oh dogs are nice and a couple of my friends who hadn't been keen on dogs then had dogs loved dogs and then I came back from an Edinburgh where I felt I an Edinburgh fringe where I felt I really worked hard and it felt like a thankless task and I thought and comedy is stopping me. It's sort of because of the dysfunctional lifestyle. And I thought, yeah, one of the things I want most is a dog. So I just got one. And I'm pleased I didn't before. <laughs> but yeah. I'm pleased, you know, it is that, that there's never the ideal. Right. And there's that, never the ideal time. Well, and the dogs become mm. kind of wrapped up in the comedy that you make yes the, the second question that yes. i ask everybody yeah. is what do you mm. do now so i guess we're start, start, starting yes. to touch on that naturally yes. so yeah yes. what do you do now well um <laughs> I, I i still do comedy i mean i was at the stage with comedy and i where i'd, I'd love to be doing perfect hour shows i guess we all would i love doing the clubs but the the fun of putting together a show with a bit of an arc and a bit of bit more heart. Yeah. Um, and weirdly, he's become so much past my life that then he did... Well, sorry, to backtrack even further. The first six months of having him, all I could talk about was the dog. And that wasn't... <laughs> that was... That was love, but that was also a subtext of, please, will you look after my <laughs> dog? I'm going mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of like an alarm clock that you can't turn off and you go will you just hold it yeah, for... yeah, yeah. but he but people were incredible dogs bring out an absolute wonderful in people you know there was something so lovely about 
that I thought it was so sweet that Chris, over Christmas everyone was like, happy happy Christmas, Juliet and Homer. Yeah. And people would say, bring the dog. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And people, a, a friend of mine admits she doesn't really like dogs, but she'll have Homer over and she'll greet Homer and she always says, well, he's sort of like a godson now. <laughs> and, you know, shouty people in the street as well adore you know, often I think there's there's a lady that lives near me who used to sort of just shout obscenities at me. But when she first saw the dog, she immediately changed her tone mm. and was like, oh, hello, darling, and everything. That's and, really um, interesting, mm. yeah. Oh, I've yeah, it happen. really, yeah. yeah. And with quite shouty kids as well and stuff. Um, and he was, you know, he's like, hi. Um, so, A, I was quite surprised at how... Even though I didn't want it at first because I thought, God, have I become this doggy person that has to be constantly... People right. have to say, how's the dog? But actually, I quite loved the fact that people went, OK, well, she's got a dog now, so right. she's come to the dog. And then because I only spoke about the dog, I started to have funny things to say about the dog. Right. And I thought, well, I'll do a show about the dog. And then more than that, I'll do a show with the dog. Yes, <laughs> because, right. Because... It seemed silly to not have the dog in the room that I'm talking about, and he shakes people's hands, and, and it's yeah, quite funny. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I seem to like remember. Did, did your did your show change names? Like, oh, uh, like about the dog, or maybe it didn't. I seem to remember uh, you were talking about getting a dog. I because mm, we were Facebook mm, friends mm, at that point. Yeah. I remember you, yes. you talking about getting yeah. a dog, mm. and then the next. And then I then I remember like suddenly seeing you know your like your show title which I'm I'm probably going to get wrong but it's something along the lines of like you know getting a rescue dog ruined my life yes right? it is like that. that this flip this flipping rescue right. dog has ruined my life right. yeah right, yeah right. yeah and then I was like mm. oh is it to be, is it been has it not been a, a fun experience <laughs> and then but then I sort of started to see all of these pictures from the comedy shows of Homer mm. being there and meeting all the people and I was yes. like it must be more complicated than that yes. and the title was making oh, yeah. me fear but at the same time mm. um, there's a true to that title, yeah. right? Mm. Well, there is, there is. Well, I think it, I think it's that thing of, um, I was amazed at how inconvenient it can be, how hard it can be, but I don't care, right? Because I love him, right? And because I'll make it work, and maybe not everyone would, but there is an element of, well, you're with me now, mate. I'm a keeper, yeah. you know, and. I don't... It's it's hard. Like, I think it was a, especially the shock of it at first. Right. I left him for an hour and I could hear him howling and the neighbours complained, the neighbours put a note through the... Um, which, again, it made all my anxiety levels. Right. I was so anxious. Um, and then when people said, you'll have to get a dog sitter, I was like, I can't do that. That's an extra, you know... That's how an extra expense. Yeah. And I was like... So actually, for the first probably two months, I went out a lot less and I gigged a lot less. And I thought, I do love him, but I I can't not do anything. And so I've had to embrace dog sitters or getting people to look after him and borrow my doggy. Right. Not that borrow my doggy suits all my needs because I do need something concrete Right. Um, and sometimes borrow my doggy. They're a bit like, oh, it'd be lovely to have a doggy fix, but 
can I do it next Wednesday? Right, and I'm like, oh, I right, really right, need. Right. But, you know, so it's that thing of he really is the experience of, and I'm sure people with difficult kids or difficult partners, you know, it's been hard, but there's an element of he's worth it. Right. And, you know, it's just that thing of, oh, I can't give him back. Really, <laughs> oh, You know, I enjoy the times when he's not there for a few days because my brother's looking after him. But even then, if I'm being properly honest, after about four days I miss him. And right. I, and I, <laughs> over, I had him all over Christmas with my brother's dog. And I was like, this is fun, but I feel like a dog nutter and I can't do much. And then my brother had Homer for a week and it was great. But actually when I came home, it just felt weird right. to just be... I'd be like, well, look, I can go out without having to worry about it. But it felt like, okay, I sniffed his dog basket is what I'm getting right, at. <laughs> right, but I think I, you I know, can understand that. I just missed him, you know, that that sort of slight doggy smell. I was like, oh. Well, it's love, isn't it? I mean, it, that's the it thing. Love. You, yeah. you can feel love for dogs, mm. definitely. I mean, yeah. I don't know about other mm. kinds of animals, but like, you know, I was in, I definitely loved my family dog growing mm. up, and we felt like we fell, fell in love with Nugget over that weekend. So yes. I, I can believe it. Yeah. And in fact, that was actually what made it really like that was the it was the strength of that love mm. that scared was very scary. Mm. I thought it, like, is. it was very like like whoa like where's this? And it mm. is because you know when you when you're in love with a a person like a parent or a or your partner or any mm. of those kinds of people or a friend mm. you're not responsible for them like completely exactly. yeah like so i guess mm. it's not quite obviously people with with kids are going to be like well you know our kids are, are, are a bigger emotional uh, yeah. experience mm. than a dog fair mm. enough whatever mm. i'm not denying that but at the same time it, it is that sense i think it comes from something instinctual around it really that. Like, does feel this person like that. looks like this creature not person mm. That's the the thing, but mm. like this creature is completely dependent on me, mm. and you know all the joy that this yeah. creature can give me. Like mm. it's my responsibility to look after that that creature. Abs- Whoa, absolutely, so no, big. but it is that it's huge, and I think you're right. That thing of it can be quite that you sort of go, wow, I really think this, but I I do. You know, it's I think I'm, it's, I'm protective. Well, it's I'm a pack, so, right? Yes, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's because that's that's the thing. Other animals that you look after, like I've had mm. hamsters or mm. I've had yeah. cats around or whatever, mm. that you're not responsible for their emotional well-being in the mm. same way that you are with mm. a dog. Like if you don't spend time with a dog, the yeah. dog gets lonely because mm. they're pack animals, right? Yes. So you have to be the pack. Oh, for absolutely. That dog. Oh, absolutely. And you know, and he gives. <laughs> He gives love back, right. and, and it really does feel like this. You know, I didn't realise. You know, because in fact, I don't know if I've just said that that thing of um, that my feels. Oh, I don't want to be one of those people that's that's just become a mad dog lady. Right. Like I used to read. Sometimes when I'd read books, and I'd always look at who the book was dedicated to, and sometimes it would say, you know to my cat Felicity right. or something and I'd think what <laughs> and now I can say you know I still don't know if I'd fully dedicate a book to only Homer but you know there is that thing of he is with me the whole time well he's been your, I, your show for the last yes. two years right? oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you, well exactly so I might yeah you know and he he I actually love someone the other day tweeted must be lovely to do a show with your best friends and 
and I didn't reply immediately, but it just stayed with me because I kept meaning to reply. And I was like, it does sort of feel like that, that no matter how badly or yeah. well the show is going, there's a bit in the show where I have to put, um, much to Dog Lover's fury, I put a, a headband on him for a split second. And um, <laughs> real Dog Lovers go, it's cruel, don't, don't. And I'm like, honestly, it's just for a split second. But even then in the show, while I'm, I have to pick him up sometimes or pull him towards me when I do that. And I think, oh, you know, there's an element of, <laughs> yeah, you know, the audience is there and I'm talking to them, but there's an element of I'm touching this lovable creature who just adores me. And it's right. like, I don't care. I'm just having fun on stage with my dog. Right. I guess that's like mm. most collaborators that mm. you, you have on stage, you know, are also caring about the audience's affection mm. but a dog is going to only really care about you yeah. primarily of course mm. he's going to love mm. shaking hands with the audience yes. too but yeah but yeah. That, that's the thing mm. it, that, that must be really nice to have mm. someone who's completely got your back yeah and i imagine your show goes down very well with audiences it does it yeah. does i think that the, the stage where i'm at with it um last year i did 10 days just trial of it in edinburgh and i, I mean actually <laughs> For the fact that all those years doing Edinburgh and trying to make an intelligent point about politics or be a bit edgy or or say something, you know, five people would come and even right. they'd come because they'd misunderstood and they thought that I'd been on telly or something. And last year, it packed out. Yeah, it I imagine. It packed out. Like, I was astounded. Yeah. I was under no illusion that it was me, you know, it was the fact that... <laughs> Well, I mean, A, I suppose it helps if people say, what's your show about? And whereas in the past I'd say, well, it's sort of about being an outsider, but not being an outsider in the way <laughs> politics and society. Whereas this, I could just say my dog. Yeah. Um, well, even better, I bet you took, took Homer out yeah. flyering, right? That's yes. like the best yes. flyer that you could have because everybody's going to want to come and yes. pet a dog. Absolutely. I mean, that's such a, yeah. you know, so useful. Mm. But I mean, I can mm. t- totally believe it. I think mm. like my, my go-to true story that I tell if I have to tell a true story at the drop of a hat mm. is about my family dog and it always oh. cause, because it always goes well mm. like I, it'll always be a, a land really well with an audience um, and it That's always great. And it kind of surprises me because it's not exactly like people will say and I probably said in that in that workshop that stories are about stakes mm. and I guess there is stakes involved in the story of my 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 family dog but it's much more just one about love really or mm. about friendship or about how you know how mm. a family came to do it like I guess there are stakes in that but it definitely always feels like yeah it feels like almost a cheat to use it like it's because yeah. people just like <clears throat> love it yeah, yeah dog they go cute they go oh, yeah. they, you know there's mm. lots of ah moments in that story mm. and some sad moments I mean because mm. my my family dog stayed with my dad who is now a now he's 93 mm-hmm. uh, and so the he, him and he, he, you know, he had his retirement with his yeah. best friend. Yeah, like they oh. were they were together in a mm. in a flat just round the corner. Um, and then when 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 the time came for Sam to uh, be put down, like part of that mm. story was I I I dug the grave for him in my dad's back garden while Sam oh. was standing above looking at me digging his own oh. grave. So like that's a moment that yes. makes an audience yes. go whoa, yeah, yeah, like that. Mm. Um, so they still, it's not just happy bits, yeah. but definitely people care much more about mm. dogs' stories, I think, than they would about human stories. Like, mm. like in in some ways, like you get like, it's, yeah, it, it, I think it's because there's no complexities, is there? Mm. Like you, you know. I think it is that, or I think it's the <laughs> level of trust. Because I was about to say you just right, know, trust, yes. Um, 
I think it's the trust or the just... It, well, like you say, living in the moments and just loving you. Right. But, but, but you just reminded me of something that um, every now and then, very rarely... I mean, actually, there's a neighbour who's a bit odd, but she adores Homer. But she always says, oh, you know, what do you get a foreign dog for? Which just drives me nuts. Oh, right. Because Homer's from Portugal. Right, but, so you have an immigrant dog. Yes. Like, not an, just a dog, an immigrant dog. Immigrant dog. dog. <laughs> and, uh, and I've got another friend who always says, oh, he's from Portugal. And I say, yes, you know, he was in danger in Portugal they would have put him down and he always says very dismissively oh people people in this country care more about dogs than people and I always think oh god I I don't think that that's true but I hope that people are looked after by you know I, I I'm all for taking refugees in, mm. in free movement yeah. but but you hope that there are other things in place, whereas a dog is so helpless. Right. I don't know if that sounds well, it's crassly con- put, because I think that's fair, though, maybe it's... some refugees are very helpless and they've oh, got no one in their corner. Certainly child refugees. Yes, absolutely. But, 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 it's definitely... but with dogs, it's like, well, he I... can't speak, he can't... Well, exactly, mm. but it's a complex thing as well, because mm. we've we've kind of taken wolves and mm. we've then yes. kind of domesticated them and taken away all of their survival in the like Absolutely. Not, not, you know, survival yes. skills like mm. cats they can still hunt like we have a, yeah. a cat that comes in our back garden it's always killing things mm. dogs not very good at it they're, yeah. they're, they're not actually very good at killing things i mean no. you know of course some people train their dogs mm. in terrible ways mm. or whatever mm. and there are working mm. dogs i've known mm. working dogs yeah. uh, who like you know go with hunters mm. and get the mm. get the kill and bring it back yeah. but they're still kind of they're not killing the thing they're, they're bringing it back yes. for the hunter yes so, so, yeah. so actually I don't know we've taken away all their skills we have so yes. we kind we've of have to them. look after yes. them and we've, if we don't yeah we've given them a kind of a learned helplessness <laughs> yeah and we've and I agree because I often look at him and I think <laughs> you know that was there a time when dogs were like don't you like me I look really vicious whereas now it's like don't you like me I look cute right and right. you know it, it it kind of is that the show touches a bit on the thing of wolves actually because I it is I was about to say it is mostly about dogs um but I sort of feel I can't do a show that's just about and then he weed on the sofa right right, so it does have a slight theme of that both he and I need to wolf up a little bit (laughs) we both need to discover our wolf a bit right I feel like we've become sort of shaggy and scooby (laughs) kind of panic um but you know he does bring out the protector in me yeah well yeah and they and they protect you as well dogs Mm. oh yes that's the the other nice thing about Mm. it like it's I mean, it's it's fascinating to see like how much dogs understand as well, mm. like what's going mm. on. They will go oh, to yeah. the person who's who's sick or who's who's feeling sad, oh, yeah. or those kinds mm. of things. And I was, mm. you know, always, you know, as, as neurotic as Sam could be, my family dog, uh, he always, you know, he was always there for my dad in certain kinds of ways. And so it's it's kind of sad that he went before, like went yeah. before. And also, mm. there's a strange thing that happens with dogs as well. Of like, there's like they suddenly age older than you like so my dad oh, was like the course. older one and then yes. suddenly he he was oh, an old man with a yeah. much older dog than mm, he was you know mm, this kind yes. of moment yes of like yeah that's interesting yes yes yeah, yeah. No, I can and so I guess it, that's going to be the complexity mm. that, but that's a, a long time away yes so you don't yes. Have, let's not let's not wish I know uh, well on. this is the thing I was thinking he's in his he's in his puppyhood yeah still. I he mean is. he is three and a half but he's 
he's slowly kind of <laughs> learning to kind of play. Right. He's not great at playing, but he, well, he's good. He's good now in the flat. He'll kind of do somersaults and be rough and tumble. Or yeah, he launches himself. Sometimes I come back from having a shower and he's on my bed. And when I open the door, he launches himself at me from the bed, <laughs> and he thinks that's hilarious. So. And gets overly excited. So yeah, he's still a puppy, I guess. Oh, he's moved. He has. He's moved. He's sort of sat up. I think he's interested in the aeroplane that the is listeners that will have also heard, or something. There was a sound that you didn't that you were interested in at least. Uh, and what would be awesome, but he'll never do it, is he does hilarious comedy yawns as well. I don't know if he's <laughs> learnt that from people or whether dogs do that, but he really will kind of go ah ah and kind of draw it out. <laughs> Having a stretch. Having a stretch. And getting a bit of water as well. Mm. There we go. There you go. You do exist. You're doing some nice sound effects now. Yes, exactly. Otherwise, we could have just been talking about a dog I that was, wasn't here. I we know. could have been making you up. Absolutely. My yeah. favourite sound effect that <laughs> he won't be able to is him eating crisps because he's so... <laughs> How have you managed to eat one, eat one crisp? And sound so like you're crunching through a city or something. <laughs> Why is he called Homer? Did you did you name him? Oh uh, no! Was that, did that come with him? That came with him. Now I'm not sure because <laughs> <laughs> because he's from Portugal, and there've been sort of various crossed stories. But in Portugal. He was called Homer, as in H O double M E R, and someone said that just means man. Um, But by the time he was in foster foster care, when I got him, he was called Homer. They changed it to Homer. Right. Um, I don't know if it's from The Simpsons or The Odyssey, but. Yeah, right, right, right. I like to think rather snobbily it's from the Odyssey, but I don't think... <laughs> well, you can you, you can fulfil both those criteria, yes. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> he loves donuts. You love anything, don't uh, you, mate? Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, that's that's the thing when you get a rescue dog as well. Like, it's like, that's the other thing. Me, me, like me and Jen, my partner, were like, mm. you know... We kind of want to name them or at least give them a name we like. Yes. You can get so many naff names. Um, oh, yeah. So it was like every time we had a, a dog that we were interested in, it was like, how how can we change that name so it still sounds like that name to the dog? Because they're used yes. to being called it. Yeah, but yeah, it, but yeah. it's a different name, you know, for us. Oh, so we, that's why, you know, we, that's why Nugget, Nugget was called Nugget, but he was originally called Dougie. So when he, oh, that's we had good. this kind of moment, like the last day of having him, we were like, right, we better go back to calling him Dougie now. Like we don't want to have confused him. Oh, so it was very sad. But it's, yeah. it's weird on the website, like, quite a few dogs had been renamed. I mentioned this in my show, but there was one dog on the website called Norbert. <laughs> and then it said in brackets, formerly known as Nasir. Oh, right. And it was like, why have you changed his name? That's quite a nice it's, original name. Yeah, it's, it's Definitely, weird. I mean, Norbert's quite a good name yeah. for a dog as well, Norbert I guess. Norbert is good. But... <laughs> Both of those are good names. But yeah, that's the thing with rescue, because for years I thought about having a dog. Actually, it was quite a close name. I think last year, no, not last year, because I already had Homer. <laughs> quite a while ago, I thought, I want a dog and I want to call it Hector. Right. And so I suppose Homer is quite close. Yeah. But then because I give all my possessions Spanish names, <laughs> I don't know what, like my 
push bike it's called Miguel and <laughs> for ages I thought oh, I want him to be called I had kind of loads of kind of Mexican-y sounding names for him he's holding my hand at this moment this he is. is he is <laughs> he's it's so funny he's just looking so kind of like you may hold my hand yes yes it's very regal yeah it's like yeah it's Victorian okay. lady yes I guess he's, he's used to putting his hand out to lots of people it's his so thing he greets all your audiences yes right? he greets the audiences and he he sometimes kind of wants to sit on them <laughs> it drives some people nuts the the <sighs> Handshaking, like, because some people are like, oh, it's very needy, which it kind of is, but I think it's his way of just saying, I like you, and are we okay? Yes. I mean, that's, you know, that's partly because, you know, as humans, we've, we've lost our kind of pack. Yes. mentality we yeah. don't we don't we don't get physical mm. with each other very much mm. uh in non-sexual contexts mm. i mean mm. and there's a kind of i was reading some stuff recently about you know the lack of physical contact generally for men like yes. it being you know yeah. a big problem you know sure, like from actually. childhood mm. from a certain age it's like no don't don't hold each other's hand don't don't show affection um and mm. yeah like that's another thing that dogs can give to humans is this a, a kind of grooming and stuff without having to worry yes. about the social ang- uh, you know anxiety of like actually mm. how we interact mm. yeah it's true and I mean actually like I, I I was aware that like before I had home sometimes if I felt really nervous or anxious or sort of annoyed about something I'd often hold my own hand like oh, that yeah. right and someone said it's sort of completing a I don't know it's supposed to be like a circuit, a or circuit yeah. or something, and it, and it just always felt like just comforting because it yeah. does feel like someone is holding your hands. And actually, since I've had him, I mean, I don't think I did it a lot, but I did do it. Um, since I've had him, I'll just touch him or hold his hands. Yeah, or... that's right. I mean, touch is a really mm. important mm. sense, and I mm. think we, we most most of our. I mean, apart from touch screens, like yes, generally, yeah. it's, we're very visual mm, mm. Um, and a bit like audio, mm. aural. Um, yes. And touch is something that we often forget about. But like, I think as, as writers forget about touch quite a lot as well, and smell the other, yeah. those the, mm, the lesser thought yes, senses. Yes. But yeah, and so it must be. I mean, it's it, it's it's a blessing for your show, obviously mm. having him along. Like that's mm. actually kind oh, of yeah. getting an audience in but mm. it's also very practically useful because yes. you don't have to leave him alone as much right? yes well that's that's the thing because I mean actually I wouldn't have been able to do Edinburgh right and I mean like to be honest you know it was also a whole other branch to my life of this is this is a now big thing right. you know the love of a dog but yes I couldn't have left him in London, he had to come to Edinburgh. Well, Edinburgh's and, a nice place to walk a dog. Yes, Edinburgh's very, <laughs> Edinburgh's very dog friendly as yeah, well. Actually, I yeah. hadn't realised that until I had a dog. That uh, London's relatively dog friendly, but Edinburgh seems to yeah, really be. Maybe it's Scotland in general. But yeah. One Edinburgh lady actually even said to me, "It's more, it's more dog friendly than baby friendly." <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, it is. That's ex- exactly a practical thing. Because otherwise, I have to find, I have to find dog sitters, and, right. and I mean, actually, the thing about that is the expense, but it's also that 
having to know where you're going to be and how long you need a dog sitter for and yeah i try and push it a bit now i do often ask in a lot of places can my dog come in right um you know i'll take him to more and more gigs right um, and it must be handy mm, though as well, like because mm. one of the things about being a comedian is it can be quite a lonely life yes, in some ways. Yes. Oh yeah. So like, yeah. like mm. having someone who uh, just cares for you with no yeah. strings attached in oh, Edinburgh yeah. mm. seems brilliant because it Edinburgh was. can be so emotionally mm. complex. Well, I think and, it was. I think yeah. there was a moment when <clears> the begin really the beginning of every day. Or, or on the way to the show, at least right. we'd walk across the meadows, and it felt like he'd bound ahead. And there was there was something quite lovely about oh, he loves the meadows, right. and he was really happy there. Um, and then going to do the show, it did feel like well, I'm having a nice chill out with my dog. Right. And then we'd walk back at the end of the night um, because I'd I'd normally live in town with someone looking after him, and then. I'd walk back across the meadows in the dark and it felt like I'm just walking with my dog across the meadows. It didn't feel like a kind of crazy Edinburgh yeah. thing. Right, it takes it's yeah. like almost like meditation. Yeah. Like I, I, mm. I didn't have a I've never had a dog mm. in Edinburgh, but mm. when I was doing my solo show I was walking um past Arthur's seat. Mm. So we were out that way. And every morning I kind of walked on my own quite early with the sun mm. kind of, and it was like a, a meditative Beautiful. experience yes. yeah. and it was really important for that show it was a really mm. personal show so it was really important mm. to kind of have some time to sort of check in with myself every day mm. and I can imagine that, that, that Homer would provide that you know just very, oh, very you know in, in, even more so like t- times a million mm. <laughs> oh no totally you know it was just it just felt like I mean it was tricky as well I mean it was fun but because obviously he's He's impossible. I can't share with other comedians anymore. Right, I tried. right. I tried, but, you know, to say to a landlord, can you have a dog? <laughs> right. And uh, I think a lot of them just say no. Right. Um, or if the ones do say, someone said yes, but then they were going to charge something crazy, like £250 cleaning charge at the end, and that he wasn't going to be allowed on any of the furniture, and that they were going to put the rent up. Whoa. Anyway, so it was impossible. So I found this Airbnb, which also wasn't cheap, but with this lovely, lovely lady. But what he does in London, when we when I open the front door, he runs around the living room and is full of kind of this energy and ricochets off the sofas. Right. But he had to do it in this one bedroom. <laughs> and I felt like, oh, God, shut up, because he'd sort of do play barking and, right. and kind of be going nuts and I'd be like shush shush um and in fact he dug on the sheets I shared a video on Facebook that he he doesn't do digging very much no I saw that did did you see it and he was just digging and eventually he he's got really good he's got he's got kind of very diggy hands like yes or paws yes yes and eventually he it was okay on the video that you saw because (laughs) she'd given me some quite nice sheets and then when she changed them in the second week or something, he, they were quite thin. They were still fine, but they were much thinner. And he ripped them to shreds. He just completely shredded them. And there was one moment when she, she was so lovely and she was chatting to me in the corridor and she went, did you have a nice show? And, you know, did you eat at that cafe I told you about and stuff? And in the background, I could just hear Homer ripping <laughs> the shit had gone into the bedroom. <laughs> Oh, bloody dog. The scrapes that you're going to get your, yes. your owner into. 
it is that you know it's just that thing of just going okay well you know okay i'll just buy some new sheets for the lady or yeah like when mm. little kids just ruin things mm. and you just it's have that. to pay out the money yeah take the hit yeah so before you got homo, you were mm. a dog, uh, not a dog, you were a comedian. <laughs> you were a comedian for quite a few years before yes. that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, a long time. So when did like comedy come into your life? Like, when did, when oh, did you decide to do that? When did I dis- actually <laughs> decide to do it? I mean, I didn't know anyone did it. You know, I, I used to watch it, right. but I didn't realise it was an option for me. Right. And then I was working in, uh, quite a long time ago, I was working in publishing, and there was the City Lit in Hoban, next to, quite close to the offices, and everyone was signing up for yoga um, and something else. And I think I wanted to sign up for some, something else. It might have been Tai Chi or something. Right. And it had gone. But the lady <laughs> said, oh, you know, take the brochure. And I saw that it said stand-up comedy. And something annoyed me about it. I don't know why. Some, I think because I wished I hadn't seen it. Okay. Or something, because I thought, I want to do it, but I'm too scared. Right. And... And there was something that really made me uncomfortable <laughs> about it. And I said, oh, God, is that what people do? They go to courses to learn how to be comedians. Oh, how pathetic. And um, this woman I was talking to at work said, it sounds like you want to do it. <laughs> and I was, said, oh, no, no. But I was terrified. And then I said, well, I'll do it for an experience. I'm never going to do it. And then... I did my first gig, and I'm sure I was terrible. I know my bum cheeks trembled involuntarily <laughs> through the entire gig. Um, and I wondered if people could see it. Um, and then I kind of got quite into it, then I got made redundant. And wow. so then it... So it was like... So I was like, hooray, now I can become a full-time comedian. Then I got into writing, which is what I also want to get more into, actually, right. is writing. Right, Um Writing for panels, I do write for people on panel shows, right? And, and various people's shows, but yeah. also I'd quite like to get into writing kind of kids' books or kind of yeah. storytelling, even though I haven't really done much about it since. So we had you had mm. you so you so before mm. you saw that course, you hadn't yeah. really thought about doing it yourself. Not but really. Like, were you were? Like, I didn't realise it was for the you, likes of me. Right. I don't, know, I don't know why. I mean, did you make jokes growing up though? Yes. Did you grow, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Did, right? Yeah. I was. I was the one that was, you know, the cliched class clown and right. used to do impressions of the teachers or <laughs> wrote sort of sarcastic poems in the shared student house. Right. Um, and stuff, but and and also actually, you know, the office. The Office smart ass, even right. though I didn't care if it didn't go down well. You know, there was an element of... But... <laughs> um, so, yes, I was all of those things. And then I think, as everyone will always say, that's great, you can do all of that. It's a very different thing going on stage yeah. and doing it. And I think it took me... In a way, I still think, actually, the first few things I said, because I hadn't... I had listened to comedy, but I didn't know how to play the comedy game. Right. I think were probably quite interesting, but I, it didn't work. Right. And so I think I then had to adapt to a bit more kind of Saturday night esque comedy. Right. The um, stuff that yeah. The stuff that lands. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Like it, but like yeah. I, I always think that's the biggest skill in some ways, like doing that, but still managing to yes. be yourself. Like the people mm. that I know who I admire, like often mm. aren't those kind of comedians. Yes, but they can. You know, they've got that in their arsenal. Yes. They can bring out. 
Yes. Because you have to well, to survive, right? You, you sort At of the do. the beginning. I think you do. Or, I mean, actually, I would like to be... I think my mission a few years ago was, which is why it's ridiculous that I'm doing a show about a dog, was say what you really feel. Because it felt like I've always talked about feminism a bit. And in the... Cl- I remember doing mentioning feminism in my set for years, quite a long time ago. And I remember one... MC saying to the audience, I normally kiss the women when they get off stage, you know, as, as some yeah. people do a quick handshake, which is tedious anyway. I don't want to be kissed by them. Right. But he said, I didn't want to kiss that because she said she studied feminism. And, you know, all of that stuff about do you hate men? Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> you know, or I remember being in Liverpool and I said I studied feminism and all these girls went, that's fucking stupid. What's that? And, you know, one of the other comedians went, don't mention it. So you water yourself down and become a palatable version of yourself. Yeah. And then you see someone going, I care less and I'm going to stick to my guns and say this. And you go, ah, I should have stuck to my guns right. as well. So, you know, it is that of you have to be who you are. Otherwise you become this sort of which I do sometimes probably at some gigs when there are stags and hens in of, ooh, you know, right. ooh, you know. Right. But then I don't think that's incompatible with doing a show about a dog. It's not. Like, I think, I feel like if you're doing things about yeah. things that mean something to you and that you care he about. He does and, mean, And yeah. all of that, yeah. like, homo, yes. like, you know, Yes, fits. no, that's true, he does. And He's, I'm sure there's also, that's mm. the thing, like, you, you take a subject like that and you find other things to sort of thread through. Oh, it sounds like you are, right? I am, exactly, because it's about us wolfing up and it is about, you know, yeah. love and and it is a little bit about feminism because it's that thing of that I found years ago, this thing about, you know, oh, you'd be unpalatable. And right. it's that thing that wolves don't give us a, a shit what you think you know and it is that thing that right. sticks to your guns and whereas dogs need approval right um, so there's a bigger so you're right, I right. Do, it can't just be about dogs I think this is why <laughs> sometimes people come in with their kids who are about six and they say oh can they you know to show about dogs can we come in and I say no because it's not that it's rude but within there was one show quite early on in Edinburgh where I let these people in with their six-year-old kids, but it's not a kid's show. So they're going to get bored. They were bored, and <clears> there <throat> was a stage when I looked and the kids were asleep and Homer was asleep, and I thought, God, you know, this is for adults. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. Mm. I mean, that's, I think that's a very uh, good observation, and, mm. and people often don't make that kind of observation with little kids. They think about, mm. like, what's going to offend uh, yeah. or upset Mm. Um, but they don't think about if are, are the kids going to be bored. Yeah, it was um, that, that it was just stuff that you sort of go, you won't know all this stuff yet or you won't have yeah. come across this. I mean, it did make me think, I wish I'd done a kid's show with Homer. But then, you you know, that's yeah. just an additional yes. kind of yeah. thing you I can will. do in the future. Yeah, I will. And um, also I was thinking, like, um, one of the things, like, so my partner is mm. is often reluctant to see stand-up comedy um, because mm. she doesn't, she's you know, she's a big introvert and she doesn't really want mm. uh, any kind of audience yes. participation. Yes. Um, and I feel like your show might be the only show that we'd go <laughs> to and she'd want participation because she'd yes. want Homer mm. to come over. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, and I think that that yeah, is quite nice. Absolutely. You know, I think it does add that. I do quite enjoy that thing of, you know, 
it's a different thing. Yeah. You know, there's something quite sweet about what's wrong with just going, I love dogs. Well, it's kind of being proud of, yes. like, not, in, mm. yeah, maybe proud's the wrong word, but like being mm. comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm, mm. you know, mm. always trying to find a way of yes. being comfortable with myself. Mm. And like, you know, that means, you know, getting purple glasses or like, you yeah, know, like yeah, I've got yeah. on today or like... I know, like them. I was yeah, looking at them like while going, like, and well, You know, I like that. Why yeah. shouldn't I do that? And mm. like, and, and, and I'm not going to be ashamed. Like, yeah. so much, so much these days, or maybe not these days, probably for all days, but mm. it always feels like everyone's kind of down on enthusiasm or happiness. Yes. You know, yes. oh, you, you know, you're yeah. doing something fun. Well, mm. well, you know, that's not very sophisticated. Well, yes. no, who cares? Exactly. Well, I think that's it, you know, because there's a bit in the show where, um, I I didn't used to do it, but the, I see if anyone can do a bark that will pique Homer's interest. <laughs> and again, you know, part of me goes, I can just see the reviews of like, oh Lord, you know, is this what, you know, is this what passes for comedy in Juliet Myers' <laughs> right, head? Right, right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and you sort of go, well, I was doing feminism, but you ignored me, you fucker. But, you know, now... Can I swear on this? Of course yeah, I can. Of course you can. Good. But, you know, there is an element of just dog owners demonstrating that they can do a bark that fools a dog into thinking <laughs> it's another dog. You know, so it's just fun. Yeah, it is fun, but you know. Although, as as a as a as a feminist, it must be slightly frustrating that it's it's a it's a, a boy dog that's getting you all, yeah. the, all the publicity. <laughs> oh, it's all right. <laughs> He's such a lovely boy dog. Also, the power dynamics yes. very very different. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, he's so between a know, dog and a human. Absolutely. Well, I think it is that you know that I kind of he's just so loving i mean you're, you're my little boy i feel know. like you're setting a very good example of masculinity yes you know that, 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 that you know human men should follow you know yes. a, a bit more well exactly <laughs> he is so well he's so it's so funny actually because he's he's so on macho right as yeah, well yeah, yeah, apart yeah. from when it's quite a weird thing you're saying that thing about protective he is right. now the first few months of having him if if a man came to the door he was fine Okay. <laughs> Whereas now he will really, you know, it's quite scary. He looks like he's going to bite them. Right. Um, and in fact, I think he did slightly, slightly nip someone the other day. Not much, but he he can't, he missed. But I did think, oh my god. You know, yeah. Because that's the only time that's, he will be. Well, oh, that's the scary thing as well. Mm. You don't want mm. like everybody oh god, to no. get you know. You know, people get very worried about dogs yeah. biting, don't they? Mm. Well, this is the thing, <laughs> you know, because, God, I had um, cause this life of just, you know, just... It's amazing because I can take him to the dentist, I can take him to the optician, um, <laughs> and when I first had him, I thought, oh, God, I really need my eyebrows threading, uh, mi- <laughs> middle-class problems. But I was like, God, this is ridiculous. Um, and I took him to, like, this little open air booth in Hammersmith station and and this lady was so sweet and she said it's okay you can the dog can sit next to you and she said does he bite like she like like I'd have this dog yeah, yeah, that yeah. while she threaded my eyebrows would be biting her and she and it just was like I mean biting such a complex complex issue as yeah, well because yeah, yeah. like you know, dogs don't have hands, mm. so there's loads of different things they're That's doing true. with their yes. mouths. Yes, and so like 
you know, we we had that with Nugget as well. That was part of the issue. It was like mm-hmm. we're going to have to do loads of work of training Nugget to be not to not to not snap uh, yes. certain people or certain certain mm. ways or in certain contexts mm. because you don't want them. You know, you don't want people to misunderstand. Like yes. you can see, like we we tried to give Nugget a bath and he got a bit snappy, and that's because mm. he was scared. Yeah, and that's exactly. perfectly yeah, understandable. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But like some people would see that and go. Dog biting that you know they're off. Mm. In fact, my friend had a dog that was very mistreated by her flatmate, and it kind of gave that dog some trauma. Mm. And she sort of took that the dog to a, a dog therapist, and the dog therapist was like, you know, very much like, oh, you'll never, you know, now it's now the dog's bitten, it's gonna, you know, it's like it's it's on the really? blacklist forever. Oh my God. And, and initially she was really worried and scared, but she's done loads of work on mm. her own, ignoring mm. the therapist's mm. advice. Mm. So so dog therapists are just as you know reliable or unreliable as human therapists. Oh, listeners, be be cautious of them. Some of them mm. will be right, some of them yes. will be wrong. Oh, exactly. But, well, but that, yeah. that dog wasn't a lost mm. cause. No. Uh, so you know, that's terrible. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, I know people have. Um, a friend of mine, her dog attacked a an alpaca or something. Do you get <laughs> alpacas in in Guildford? I don't know. You somewhere might. I can imagine some, some sort of. That, they live in a very happening. posh type village near the Thames or something. Right, right, right. And her dog attacked an alpaca, um, and they were like, "Right, well now you have to muzzle him or her." forevermore or put them down because now they've tasted alpaca um <laughs> but like but i just think i mean i I felt a bit bad for the dog because it's like well that's surely what that's what dogs do that's, that's what, what they're supposed to do at least that's yeah, what wolves yeah, yeah. did well exactly i mean it's it's a complex mm. thing it's like i'm you know not very pro-violence within humans either mm. but i wouldn't mm. uh, you know say every time someone's punched someone that means yes. that they're never you know that they can never be trusted not exactly. to punch someone again yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's a complicated thing you know mm-hmm. and you know i think dogs oh, totally like, you know i mean he People don't think of the context with dogs. Well, I feel like they exactly. either love them or like they hate them, but yes. there's no well, kind that's, of Well, that's the thing, context. isn't it? That, like, I imagine any dog would chase a, an alpaca. Well, I take home to the Lake District quite a lot, and there's sheep. And, you know, if he wasn't on the lead, yeah. he'd, he'd chase them. Um <laughs> Well, that's he just a, farted, well, but that won't come on the. <laughs> no, that won't come. I don't think that will pick he's up. He's so funny. He's quite. He's quite. <laughs> it makes me laugh. He just does tiny little kind of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and someone said, "Oh, it's because he's got quite a long body, so the food takes a while to travel down oh, his body." Right, I'm not yeah. sure that's true. Well, it's a it's a theory. That's what we, <laughs> that's what we all you know. That's what people do, isn't it? Whenever there's a thing, we, there's we a, find a reason. I yes, do it all the exactly. Time. Poor yes, poor Homer. He well, what he does do that makes he because he's I make him sit before I put his bowl down, and he often slams his bum down so hard <laughs> that he does do a fart then, and I think. <laughs> But he must think, what is it then? Every time yeah. that happens, I wonder if he notices that every time he does it, I laugh. Well, it's it, it's been a, like you know we, when we were talking about your comedy mm. career mm. or like how, how you got into comedy, it was it was very kind of surreal sensation to have a dog holding my hand under the yes, table yes, at the same yes. time. I was like, because like, mm. I guess I've I've asked those kind of questions to a few comedians over the years on this show, but mm. never with a dog's hand in mine. Absolutely, uh, when when doing it, which so. is great. You, you, homie. But yes, the biting thing, I think it is that, that, you know, it doesn't mean a dog's bad. No. He bite, he play bites. Like well, when it. he gets excited to play. But that's it, like that's, 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 
that's another part of it. Mm. The the mm. dog's mouth is a very kind of uh, intricate tool. Yeah. So sometimes they're just they're biting. You know, mm. I've never known a dog that hasn't used their mouth exactly yeah. um, on me. But I would not say that they've no. that they're bite that no, they've bitten. No, no. Me. Well, exactly. I think that's the thing. Well, it's this is the thing. He does thing. it. He doesn't realise sometimes that he does it quite hard. Yes, this is. And the then problem. I do go ow and have to kind of leave the room. And you know, but partly it's not that it hurts that much, but just to show him. That's too much, mate. Yeah. It's too much, isn't it? Showing proper boundaries and all that. Yes, yeah. Um, I think I should probably show him more boundaries, but it's I just tricky, love him. So, you know, it's it's that tri- that's of... a tricky thing, isn't it? Like we, that was another thing we, you know, we felt like, you know, we we've been like, dog won't go on the on the sofa, but you know, we've broken oh, yeah, that yeah. rule incredibly quickly and all oh, those sorts of things. And then I was like, at least ask before you go on, at least sort of make, and which he can do sometimes, but mostly he's like, you're not being very consistent about this. Yeah. And you've got, you've got to be, or, I mean, you know, from the dog's point of view, you're sitting on the sofa, so why shouldn't mm, they sit on mm, the sofa? Mm. Does, you know, why, why should there be a, there shouldn't be a hierarchy, should no. there? Should be hierarchies. Well, the first day I had him, actually, because he hadn't really been, because he's from Portugal, and then he was in rescue homes, and he'd never been on trains or buses or anything. He'd only been transported in a carrier from Portugal. But I took him on a bus, and he wanted to sit on the bus seat. <laughs> just... <laughs> It was sort of quite a sweet assumption of, of yeah. Is that what I do? Is that where I sit? Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. well, it's quite reasonable. Mm. So it's been a ple- I mean, it's been a real pleasure. Oh, getting, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure for me. Better acquainted with you, but also <laughs> getting better acquainted with Homer. Yes. Um, the the last question that I ask mm. my guests is: Do you have anything to plug? Yes, we've sort of been sort of a doing it already. Bit, but yeah. where can people see yes. your show and yes. find your work? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> stupidly, I don't seem to have a website yet. I keep meaning to, but because people like, oh, it's so easy to do with Wix, set it up yourself and possibly yeah, yeah, goes, yeah. oh, well, I will eventually. Yeah. Um, but you can follow that. me on at Juliet Myers on Twitter, which is at J-U-L-I-E-T-M-E-Y-E-R-S. Um, or come to my Edinburgh show, which is called Juliet Myers, This Flipping Dog Has Ruined My Life. This Flipping Rescue Dog Has Ruined My Life. Yeah. And that's at Southside Social in Edinburgh every day at, 2.30 from the 3rd of August until the 22nd of August. Are you doing any of the other festivals in advance? I'm doing... I've just done Brighton. I'm going to be doing Buxton and also Oxford on the 1st of July. Um, I can't remember where else. Ludlow. Wow. It's going to be a well-travelled dog. He is quite well-travelled. And I guess that's another thing when you Mm. travel about with, Mm. with him, like he's a draw... Mm. In, in you know everywhere there's people who love dogs there'll yeah. be people who will come out yeah. sometimes it's probably an easier sell the dog than yes. it is comedy well I think it is that <laughs> yes yeah oh yeah yeah totally you know and and that's good and bad sometimes people come who have never you know in Brighton last week these women I don't think they'd ever been to a comedy show they just wanted to chime in the whole time which was a bit weird but they just wanted to tell me about their dog <laughs> but yes we should, I should we should, I should try and arrange a, a night of spark where everyone brings their dog like that would dogs, be good dog stories with yeah. their dogs that'd be good That's, it's going to be a lot of effort to organise so I'll put that on the back burner for a bit but yeah, yeah. that's a, oh, I definitely think that would nice, be a nice idea it's a it? nice thing because so many people have stories yeah and, you know I've got stuff that I mentioned in the show and other stuff that I don't yeah exactly um, but also I think it's quite a sweet thing to see 
to see people with their pets. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've had, I've had a, on, my, on the back burner for years, I've been always thinking, like, it'd be really good to do a storytelling show where people bring in their cuddly toy. Yeah. Uh, and then they oh, tell yeah. us the story of their cuddly mm. toy. Mm. Um, but I think dogs would be even better. I don't know why I haven't thought of that before. Mm. Yeah, so people can find you in those places. Yes. Um, it's been, as I say, a real pleasure... Um, oh, it's, it's, in fact, for me. it's almost hard for me to wrap up the show because I'm so engrossed <laughs> in, in, in stroking Homer um, oh. but the last uh, thing I asked my mm. guests to do is mm. to say goodbye to the audience oh you're saying goodbye to the audience too with your hand well audience I hope you've enjoyed listening to me talk about my dog <laughs> and I haven't been one of the crazy ladies who's detained <laughs> you to talk about my dog thank you for listening bye everyone bye bye <laughs> I'm also working on series two of The Family Tree, me and my partner Jen. Look out for more Family Tree. And if you haven't heard the first series, it's all there uh, over on the website, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, all the places that podcasts go to hang out. So you can listen to that show from the beginning. You can follow Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at GBA Podcast. You can like Getting Better Acquainted on Facebook. And you can find Getting Better Acquainted on iTunes, SoundCloud, those kind of places. One thing that really helps the show, if you have some time, would be for you to leave a rating and a review on iTunes, uh, telling people about the show and why you like it. If you have money to spare and you want to support what i do then you can donate to the show via the paypal link that you can find on the soundcloud page if you want to support the family tree you can sign up to the patreon that would be so helpful because we're making the second season and so we need a budget we need to pay people and so you could help us to do that but remember there are lots of ways to get better acquainted